Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from the your company name here. Your studios in Cape Coral, Florida. It's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up? What's up? What's up? OG5. How are y'all doing tonight? We're going to come at you with a word of advice. Adopt. Don't shop. Join us as always from Las Vegas, Nevada. Wait a second. Gordon Abernathy. Gordon, how are you doing tonight, sir? What's up, you spicy gringo? Yeah, the spicy gringo. Yeah, adopt. Don't shop. Because, you know, when you adopt, you get get dogs that have poor house manners because they were raised by lazy-ass owners. Who probably bought them at a... Yeah, so big, big news in the Abernathy household or Digital 410 Studios, however you want to look at it. Little Bebop, Little Bebop, Blue Bop, Bailey Boo, Honey Bear, Honey Boo Boo Bear, Honey Child, uh-huh. Bailey Boo, has been <laughs> looking, wanting, pretending, desiring a playmate. She has a pit Now she's tell- was telling you this out, out, out loud? Well, I can tell this by the way she goes up to one of the two cats, the one she likes, and does that doggy prance. Play with me. Chase with me. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cat says, I'm a cat. Fuck off. Play with me. Play with me. And that's how she's got a couple of toenails stuck to her head because sometimes cat's claws delaminate depending on how far along they are. And so we take her to Carrie's mom's house and she'll play with her cousin, the pit bull, and this other little doggy. And then when... Our neighbors across the street during Hurricane, his corgi would come hang out, stay the day, and they would run and play and play and run. But one of the things we noticed with Bailey Boobop, Bebop Loobop, the Wap Bamboo, is that she likes to play and interact with people not on her own property, around her own things. And so, much like when you have a single child. I mean, it's sort of like, like, you know, when we were children and, or even teenagers and we played, it was really rarely. At home, we we go out to some somewhere else to go skateboarding, to go whatever. Or more importantly, more really, like when you go to a friend's house who has a, a kid, a toddler, the only child, and then their cousin comes over, you bring your kid, and then the cousin or your kid starts playing with their things, they get pissed off, and they'll be playing with something that the other kid doesn't even want, but he doesn't want them to play with it, so he'll go steal it from them and then put it away and then get something else. Oh, yeah, I got that going on between two dogs right now. Or gets jealous of all the attention. Well, as you all know, Bailey Bebop Loobop, Bailey Boo Honey Bear, the bear. Stinky britches? No. Um, she enjoys oversized rubber balls, don't we all? And what happens with oversized rubber balls when you leave them out in the hot Florida sun is they constrict and expand and constrict and expand. And much like your cars do, when it gets fucking cold out, your tire pressure drops and a kind of bulbous. Well, the problem with the bulbous ball... Ain't your gas mileage, but yes. The problem with the bulbous ball is that a very small puppy can fit more material in said mouth. See, the key to an oversized ball for a small Boston Terrier is they can't fit it in their mouth. And so what looks like them bumping it and pushing it along and having fun is truly them trying to fit it in the mouth. But it's all an optical illusion. So what happens is once that ball... Expands and contracts enough. Much so like they your go bike home tire. with Simpson, just dole, dole, dole the whole time? Much like your bike tire, your car tire, or basketball that's left out in your yard after a while, you can, there's a little little um, 
love handle, a little muffin top, if you will, and the dog can fit in their mouth, and they inevitably a will pop. spare tire. They will inevitably pop said ball. Mm-hmm. But these balls cost $5 at the old Dollar General, which, by the way, these things are getting hard to find. So she popped her ball, but we had Carrie's. plastic is hard to get. Rubber. Uh, Carrie had her yoga ball here that she was supposed to use that. for her PT, but anytime she would use said ball, Bailey would come and steal oh, it. Oh, you talking about the Swiss ball? The big purple, the exercise Yeah, it's ball. got a Swiss ball. Bailey would come steal it from her. And so it spent most of the time in the garage. And I said, well, let's give her the big exercise ball. It's a thicker rubber. She can't pop it. No, but <clears> she can pull the little white plug out and deflate it and then lose the plug. So last Friday, I was on you my way home. You check her um, poo for her plugs? No. Thursday, I went to the Dollar General by my house. No red balls. Uh-huh. But I knew the Dollar General by my work has big balls because that's where I previously got my hands on some balls. And so I stopped there on the way home Friday. As ACDC once sang. I got the biggest balls of them all. So I stopped there on the way home last Friday. And for some odd reason, I purchased two big balls. Because one ball is never But you got to have matching set. No, one was red one was green. Yeah. And then I came home and I said, should I give her both balls or should I keep one in reserve? Fuck it, let's give her both balls. Because after all, when you love something once, it's better to have two of them. Then you deflate them at the same time. So she goes out and she's playing with her balls and she's having a grand time. Pushing her balls all about the yard. And about two hours later, we get a phone call. Ringy dingy. Hello. This is he. It's a co-worker of Carrie's who also has a affinity for Bebops. For those of you uh, new to the show, Bebop is our, my generic phrase for all Boston Terriers. And uh, she said, hey, a friend of mine has um, two Boston Terriers. They have to move out of state. They've already given one away. Well, how old so are they these? had two Boston Terriers and now have one. Now, how old are these Boston? Like four months? She's no, they're, they're two, three years. So okay. you took two Boston Terriers that have bonded, lived under the same house, and then separated them and gave one away. That's fucking sad, but okay. Desperate times, desperate measures. Her uh, co-worker said, I already have four dogs. I really can't take on another one. So um, I know you've been in the market for a Bebop, which we have been, but Bebops are steep. <laughs> Anything purebred steep. And, um, well, how much are they wanting for this Bebop? F-R-E-E, that spells free. So it's a free bop? Now, for any of those you who've been around Nothing. this big blue globe once in a while, you know there's no such thing as a free dog. No free bops are real. No free bops around. But anyhow, we take a look at this free bop, and we're a little befuddled, confused, concerned, really. Majority bebops have a solid black body, little white toesies, perhaps. A white neck, sometimes it goes around in what they call the touch of God on the forehead, which is the white spot, and the white nose. This dog had the black face, the touch of God, a white and black body with a white stain in its back and black spots that almost looked like he had been bred with a uh, fox terrier. Now, my question is, is why would you be concerned if it was not a full Red dog, because you may actually water down some of the bad genetics. Because Bailey is now three years old, and we haven't fixed her for a reason. We had been playing with, toying around, 
the idea of breeding Bailey. Oh, you may become one of them. What's the bad word? Backyard breeder? No, we thought about maybe letting her have one litter before fixing her. Okay. But the honest in us, we knew that if we did that, we would have like six Boston Terriers because we wouldn't be able to get rid of it. You have a bunch of gremlins running around? And this young man is not fixed either. And we didn't know if we wanted his dirty mud ass tampering her pristine bloodline. But anyhow, so we get to look. Well, you can always get a DNA test on him to find out what he really is. We're getting to looking at him in the photos. But I said, you know what? This dog needs a home. We've been looking for Bebops. They're talking about dropping this poor son of a bitch off the pound. So we said, hey, we will do it, but we need a five-day ripcord. We need a five-day. This shit ain't going to work. Come get this dog. Okay, whatever. So they, she goes, her coworker goes to this lady's house, picks up this dog, brings him to our house. Now, this dog doesn't know this lady from Adam, but because this is the woman who picked him up at his house, he will not leave her side. This poor dog looks sad, and you think, well, he just lost his brother fucking two weeks ago, and now his house is being packed up, and all of a sudden some weird lady comes picks him up and brings him to our house. He looks sad for long, but he's a sweet little dog. Very small. He's 18 pounds. He should be about 23. Now, what's his name? His name's Jasper. And uh, we got him out in the backyard. Bailey's running around the ball, ignoring him. <laughs> Throw a ball. He looks at it. Not the ever saw. Just regular ball. He looks at it. Off from treats. Doesn't want it. He will not. I pick him up. He walks back over to the the woman he doesn't know. This dog has clearly got the sad look on his face. So we hang out for a little bit. She leaves and he comes inside, lays down on her bed, just very quiet. Doesn't lick. Doesn't want to treat. Now, did you have to pick him up to put him on the bed or did he actually walk in and jump? He walked in and jumped up, but you'd go to pet him and he would cower as though somebody's gone up his head a few times. I'm like, that's fucking sad. That sucks. So we thought, well, what do you do with a, a foster bebop and another bebop? You do what bebops like to do, and that's go to PetSmart and get some pup cups. Get some what? Pup cups. Okay. PetSmart? So, yeah. Well, Starbucks is the same parking lot. Oh. Okay. And uh, Jasper has a collar on. Now, being an old man, I've had many dogs with many collars, but ever since we got bebop, we've kind of turned into a harness folk. Yeah, collars are, I was never a fan of them because of the choking deal. And so he had a cute little Toy Story collar, but we wanted to get him a, an action vest as we so affectionately refer to him You want to butch him up a little bit? We want to get him an action vest. Okay. So we took him down and he tranced all through Petco and we got him an action vest and went, got in line and got him a pup cup and he promptly consumed it and we got home and he threw it up so i think he might be lactose intolerant so no more pup cups for him and uh we hung out and barely played and he just kind of sat timid got a petty huge duck checking it out he's new situation he would go snug with carrie he would go snug with carrie had anything weird happen but he just a whole new situation well he would go lay with carrie and then he was Stuck to the show, the uh, hip of the lady brought him over, but to me he was a little timid. And so Carrie texted her, "Was there any? Was there this? The owner have a husband, a boyfriend? No, not anybody regular. Oh, okay. She had some kids. Apparently kept the front door open. The dog can come and go as he wanted. Interesting. Okay, to each time. So uh, we hung out for a little bit, and I 
drug my daughter off the Xbox, which in and of itself was a task. But I said, hey, I need you to walk Bebop. I'm going to grab Jasper and we're going to go for a walk around the neighborhood. So we went for like a, maybe a mile, two-mile walk and got back. And Jasper jumped up on the bed and he's all smiling and he just rolls on his back and kicks his stomach in the air. Like, fucking good. Done. Uh, for those who don't know anything about dogs, um, when a dog shows their belly, they're doing one of two things. To another dog, they're showing that they're the beta, not the alpha. But when they're doing it to humans, that means they no longer feel threatened, that they feel comfortable enough to expose their vulnerable undercarriage. And so he was just rolling on his back, showing his belly, letting us pet him. He does not lick at all. We think he's been yelled at for kissing. Bailey will lick your face for 20 minutes until you get pissed off. And this dog will not lick you for nothing. Which some people might say is not a bad thing, but I enjoy a good lick every once in a while, don't we all? And, uh, cool. Right on. Now, when he sleeps now, does he currently sleep on his back at all? Oh, he sleeps under a blanket. He sleeps under my blanket or he'll do the, what we we refer to as the hot pup flop. And that's when your dog's sleeping under a blanket and in about a half hour they get hot and they come out from the blanket and they flop on top underneath the fan to cool down. And then they'll get up and... Mix, you know, repeat. Bailey does it too. Tucker did it. Kennison did it. They all do. Mine mine don't go under the blankets, really. Um, Well, this will be leading into something um, that this topic is getting to. Key to house training a puppy if you don't want to rely on kenneling. Consistency. Consistency is good. Consistency is fine, at least when you're awake. It's actually consistency. With the next subject you're going to talk about. is key, but everybody has a span of five to eight hours and within a 24-hour cycle that it's hard to be consistent because, well, you're fucking asleep. Yes, you can set your alarm clock up to get up every hour, but if you got work the next day, it might be a little struggle. So what we have found, I did this with Kennison, we did this with Tucker, and we did this with Bailey, which is why they all slip under the covers. If you have a little tiny puppy in a tall-ass fucking bed that they are afraid to jump off of... You put them in said bed in between you, and then when they have to potty, because you've been potty training them all day, they will get at the edge of the bed and whimper, wake you up, and you take them outside, and they go to the bathroom. To this yes. day, Bailey jumps down, she'll whimper at the door, she does it every night at midnight, 4.30 and 5.30. So, I get to bed at 11, soon I get in bed, she whimpers, I let her out, and she'll wake me up around 4.30, and then when Carrie gets at 5.30, she wants out. Never pees in the That's- house, Nothing. That's interesting. Our, our dogs, and I, I actually started out training, both of them. And then the Sabrina, the cat went and, well, you know, now they're in bed with us. But one of the things I did was I would get up twice a, more, twice a night to take Oliver and, and Zoe out. Say I went to bed at 930, I'd get up at midnight and then I'd get up at two and then I'm up at four to get up. Then I went down the once and now these guys can sleep for eight hours. Eight hours. For whatever reason, she wants to get up and go outside. That's fine. Not a mm-hmm. big deal. So I, I literally, I got a slider in my bedroom. I stumble over, open the door, go back to bed. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes later, I hear, boom. Mm-hmm. So she runs and then slaps her feet on the on the door, and I go let her back in. I stumble back to bed, and she gets on her covers and go back to sleep. And this is all fine and dandy. Bailey is wicked smart. She's wicked smart. Um, we bought her, as we said before, the strap with the jingle bells. We hung it on the slider door. We took mm-hmm. her there, put her in hind legs, kicked the door, opened the door, let her out. Did it twice. We were in there making dinner. We heard jingle, jingle, jingle. Look over. She's standing by the door. Her little tiny yep. puppy self. Open the door. She's good potty. To this day, if we're in the kitchen, she has good potty. She'll go nudge the jingle bells and we let her out. So fast forward to the present time. 
we got the dog on Sunday. Carrie was off yesterday. So uh, he did start snicking his nose and Bailey's private part, so we got to get him fixed. And we did catch him starting to try to mark here and there, so we had to deal with that. But uh, we went to bed and woke up. Piss and shit all over the house. Hmm. Yeah. This dog's not You're not reaching for that five-day ripcord, were you? No. We realized yeah. this dog was not housebroken. We realized that he didn't seem to get much attention. Someone has gone up... His, some male has gone up his head a few times because the way he acts when you, you know, and you'll see that with like when you take a, a infant to a um, doctor's office, they'll kind of pretend they'll just put their hand by them and they'll get the baby flinches. They know the parents are fucking going upside their head. Same thing with dogs. And uh, but like okay, well that sucks. And then we had to go to the circus, which we'll get into later. Came home, pissed and shit all over the house. No, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sure that was expected. Sunday, uh, Saturday we got him. Sunday we had to go to the circus, piss and shit in the house. Um, Monday, no, Sunday night it got down like fifty. No, Sunday night went to sleep, woke up, piss and shit over the house. Last night it got down cold, slept with the slider open, woke up, no pee, no poop anywhere. Got to thinking. This lady said he came from a house where I think the people couldn't afford AC. They left the front door open all the time. This, the reason he was quote unquote housebroken is because as long as he has the ability to go outside whenever he wants, he'll go outside and shit and piss. But if the door's shut, he doesn't have the skill set that your dogs and Bailey has. And most people's house trained dogs, which is to hold it until someone comes home to let me out. He never learned that because he lived in a house where the door was always open. And I think we get a little bit of that with our dog door, you know, because we, we leave the dog door open when we're gone just to prevent anything. And so the only two doors I have to the exterior of my house are sliding glass doors. Mm-hmm. And you and I discussed this, and I talked about like 12, 13 years ago, we had a beagle, and I went to sleep, and I said, I got an idea. I'm going to make an insert for sliding glass doors with a dog door open, and all you got to do is put a mail in, and you can just actually put the same locking mechanisms that'll lock into place. It's still secure, blah, 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 blah. And as I always do, whenever I come up with an invention, I go to Google and get proven that it already exists for about five hundred thirty-eight. Google is the dream crusher. For about $538, give or take. But I wasn't dissuaded. I do what I always do when something I can't afford. I get a Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> and so on Facebook Marketplace, I found a version, a smaller version for smaller dogs and or a cat. Um, for a couple people are selling them for about $25, 30 it's still available? Yes. Can I come out to work? Yes. Where are you at? We'll kill you. Okay. I get the drive through Matt Lachey. I haven't seen since before the hurricane. Still fucking decimated. Is the uh, tiny homes gone? Oh, on Matt Lachey, all the art stuff? Yeah, and they were like we stayed, those little tiny house bungalows. Um, I don't they know. say they're booked, but... I don't know. The hotel on the water, the little cabins right by the drawbridge? Uh-huh. Yeah. Gone. Nothing but toothpicks in the water that whole left side's gone yeah this is on the left side as you're going towards pine island all the art places some of them are still standing most of the buildings are fucking gone there's one that's sank yeah. down there's one that's still on the stilts but all the fucking stairs are gone it's it's fucking destroyed through there oh i'll see it soon so anyhow long story short i go get the insert pop it in tonight lift up the flap dopey dingle door staring at it. what's that here, trying to push me there. No, Sorry. don't push. You need to treat on the other side. Open the door. Bailey comes in, looks at it, open the flap. She walks right the fuck out. 
turns around, comes back in. Jasper's like, duh, what do I do? But I was like, dude, she, she's walking in and out, smarter motherfucker. So I, and the flap's still down when you I doing put it? him out there and he sees her walking in, so he comes in. And so then I, I walk around up the other slider, take them both out, shut the door. I come back and shut the door. Bailey goes to the dog door. He's like, oh, and then he comes around. So long story short, they got it sorted out. Tonight, we'll see if I wake up tomorrow to shit. We're hoping not. Now, uh, this insert, does it got the panel that goes all the way from the bottom of the door to the top of the door? It has a glass plane from the top to the bottom, and yeah, then it has yeah, a so small dog door. So you had to make sure door. it was the right height, or is all standard, I guess? Well, most of them are standard, but this one actually had an insert, a spring-loaded insert at the top. Um, a U-channel that actually was wider than the rest of the frame, and oh, so you can good. pull it down and then release it, and it and it springs Makes loads, nice tension and, and holds in and, good. And, and nice tension, it blocks the air, and then I just put a little weather stripping in there to keep the AC out. And I got to looking at that flap, I'm like, man, I'm going to lose some AC through that flap. Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking, you know what, I got like an inch and a half gap underneath my garage door <laughs> leading into my garage. I could just seal that up and make up for the loss of air through this flap. Well, that's what I was concerned with because, you know, as, as you know, it's it's a nice chilly uh, 117 degrees out here in the summertime. And we had ours actually cut into our exterior wall, but thank God it's actually two flaps. Yeah. Interior, exterior. And it's so far, it's not bad now. Katina goes, our electric bill's been higher or whatever. And I'm like, well, electric's gone up, but there may be a little... <clears throat> little seepage there and i'm sure if you get some ac circulation expert they'll tell you the amount of air that leaks out that dog door is less than the amount of air that leaks out every time you open up the door to let the dog out probably open up that six foot seven foot tall six foot wide slider to let the, the dogs out this is literally 11 by 17 yeah and uh and so anyhow so um well congratulations your family of bebops has expanded yeah, we're just dealing with Bailey. Both of them are a little jealous. Like, I was petting Bailey, and Jasper came over. I was trying to steal my hand, and she would get jealous. But uh, so, hold on, real Oliver quick. One of the funny been... things he does is he, he started this yesterday. Um, actually, when we had to slide her up, and he would go to the toy box, grab her toys, walk them outside, and put them out in the grass. And so there's like 15 toys in the yard the other day. And the funny thing is, she used to do that. So he found her toy box and was taking all her toys and putting them out in the yard. Yeah. So, so one thing uh, I may have explained it. So Oliver, I don't know if he's just showing dominance, but every once in a while when they got either a bully stick or especially a collagen, he will go after Zoe, start growling and biting her head, making her squeal. Mm-hmm. And that happened yesterday. And usually I put these, I know e-collars are bad, but th- these are just vibrating ones. Mm-hmm. Pink is for Zoe. Um, quiet. Buzzer. Well, you can't say her um, name, then they'll get upset when she barks. No, she's been barking. She wants oh. she wants up here. Um, anywho, yesterday I fed him, and he, he acts like he's not eaten in years every time you feed him. Bailey's so fat. Huh? Bailey's so fat. Have you ever been in that situation where you don't realize how fat someone or something is until yeah, its myself. counterpart shows up? When he came, we got a picture mm-hmm. out in the yard. Carrie's holding Bailey, and I'm holding him. Barely looks like a sausage roll. She weighs twenty. You said she's in an oval, right? She weighs twenty five pounds. He weighs eighteen, and he's only a year oh, yeah. younger than her. So she needs and to lose about, about the same height? four pounds. Yes, yeah, she needs to lose about four pounds, and he needs to lose about he needs to gain about four. Well, what happened yesterday? And this is the first time I've ever done this, and I don't know if it's good or bad. And if it's bad, I'm sorry. But he went after her after I fed him. I was trying to get the bully stick away from her so she'd go eat. 
and he went into her and I didn't have a collar on. So I kind of grabbed Smacked his fur ass. back. He grabbed his fur and I purple nurpled him. I twisted like a bite and he yelped and squealed back. I didn't, cause I don't want to hit him, yeah. you know? And I, to me, that's a submissive hold, you know, that's kind of doing what he was doing to her. Well, if, if anybody's ever around large dogs, like pit bulls and you get in a fight mm-hmm. and you don't want to get bit, you're supposed to grab them by the back legs and do a reverse mm-hmm. wheelbarrow and drag them I, Well, with him, I got to watch cause he's got he's that, that repaired knee. But Jasper's good with him. He lets her be the dom. <laughs> he, he, he lets her, but it's so funny. He was sitting on the bed and I bought him a bone and, uh, he was chewing on a bone. She came over and stole it. And so I gave him the other bone. She dropped the brand new bone and she just stole whatever and stuff. She don't, it's, it's like the kid. She don't want it. She just doesn't want him to have one. So she and you know, it's the same thing. What happens with these two is he wants what she has. Mm-hmm. And and we've got it now for the most part, except for his little outburst is he'll sit there. And Katina has been really good at training him. And, and I got to give her all the credit in the world. And she's basically taught him not to take it until she puts it down. That's good. Um, Bailey has until he has those moments, you know, where he's like, "Fuck you, I'm in charge." Bailey has um, kind of not eaten so much. She's still eating, but she doesn't go wolf her food down, which is a good thing because she needs to lose some weight. Um, came home and Jasper's walked out in the kitchen. He's over there. Sammy's down upside down, nose to nose, and Carrie's afraid he's gonna get bit. But I'm like. Bailey does it all the time. She hasn't been bit, so I think the bird tolerates him, so we'll see. Hopefully I don't come home and have a big old chunk taken out of his nose, but he was over there. <laughs> Sammy was upside down. And there, there was the now nose. is Sammy out of the cage or in the cage? No, she's in her cage, but she's a big bird, so her cage. Oh. But she's never bitten Bailey, and Bailey goes over there all the time, so we'll see. So um, last Friday, Sarah came home and said, hey, the circus is in town. I've never been to the circus. I said, well, either have I. Went online. Now, has Carrie been to the circus? Yeah. Oh. Went online, typed in Circus Fort Myers. I come from one. Circus Alley Water Circus. And I told her, I said, well, it's not going to be the circus or thing. And I said, the animals are long gone. That's why the barman Bailey's shut down. Now, was that Cirque as in C-I-R-Q? She just said the circus is in town. So I Googled Circus Fort Myers and Circus Alley Water Circus, $69. Base, 123 It's like, well. I said, sorry, Katie, you're not going to the circus. And I told Carrie that on, on Saturday, well, your daughter wanted to go to the circus. Yeah, I know. She said she never been to one. I said, well, I looked online and tickets are 69 bucks. She's like, that's got to be the wrong circus. And that's Which it was. Cirque that was the Circus Olay at the um, Boston Twins or the Minnesota Twins training facility, where the fuck it is. This was the Garden Brothers Nitrous. Circus humans gone wild set up in the Edison Mall parking lot. Fifteen dollars a gone ticket. Wild. Fifteen dollars a ticket. That sounds like that's in the wheelhouse. I said, yeah. So I carry quickly went online and bought three tickets, fifteen dollars a piece. And I was like, this is interesting. And I went on Facebook and I typed in Garden Brothers Circus, Fort Myers, Florida. And so it says, right, I'm looking right at Garden Brothers Nuclear Circus in Fort Myers event. You click on it. Nuclear. Nuclear. And it says Garden Brothers Nuclear Circus in Fort Myers. You scroll down. And it says the world's largest circus under the world's largest big top. And at the bottom, on the, right on the homepage, first 100 adults, $14.50 a ticket. Garden Brothers new, Nuke. So new and new clear circus, humans gone wild, explanation point. 
So they've taken the uh, mantle from Ringling Brothers who shut down and they're now the world's largest circus. Humans Gone Wild. Explanation. Mm -hmm. Well, I found... Why am I flashing back to Girls Gone Wild? Well, I... uh, Reason I keep pointing out humans gone wild, which is right on their banner explanation point, and just has a picture of a, a uh, ringmaster. There's not a monkey, not a tiger, nothing. Just Garden Brothers, nuclear circus, humans gone wild. I found another post. The Garden Brothers nuclear circus Fort Myers protest. Two people go. <laughs> I'm like, did you not see Hey, the- guys, that's a strong showing you got there. Well, not that, but the punchline, the tagline is humans gone wild. So what are you protesting? Clearly, you're not protesting animal abuse because there's I'm no fucking animals I'm protesting just the fact that it's a circus and there's probably some misogyny in there somewhere in some, yeah. And so I talked to you about this circus and you were saying, yeah, most of them out here are ran by, uh, you know, folks from down south. I call that the deep, deep south. And so we uh, went to the Edison Mall, and lo and behold, there's this big ass three, four, six pokey thing, big ass tent. Yeah, it almost looks like a cartoon, right? And we get in line. Mm-hmm. At the top of each one of the pokey things are American flags. On top of the entrance, the gangway are American flags. And every single employer are Hispanic. Well, yeah. And I said, you know what? It's pretty interesting that a Mexican circus has more American flags than the goddamn NFL. Hey, how <laughs> dare you assume that these people every are not single Americans. every every employee was Hispanic and spoke broken English? But my point is, but they could be Americans. My point being is there is more American flags at a circus ran by Hispanics from Mexico than there are at NFL games, which are supposed to be the fucking America's pastime. That's my point. They had more pride in celebrating where they were putting their show on than when I went to the fucking WWF at the Buccaneer Stadium in Tampa, Florida, where they did not have a single physical American flag on the entire property. And that's because people who have been here and during the performance here for a long time during the performance, they carried American flags. Yeah, because they're proud. They're proud to be here in a country that. People are literally dying to get to um, because, and, and that's so what sucks is because American citizens who were born here or whose families have been here generationally have lost sight mm-hmm. or good not even lost sight. They're just ignorant to the fact of what's really going on out there. And so we go inside the big ass tent. And they got music playing, button, 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 button. About after 10 minutes, Carrie's like, okay, they can play a new song. I said, why? That one's free. <laughs> I said, it's public domain. You know, and uh, they got the big well, ass. And, and to be fair, the bass lines on a lot of. Well, it's, um, we're just waiting. We're sitting. And so they have these big yellow tubes, six on each side, mm-hmm. air handlers blowing through. And I told Carrie, I said, it's pretty cool. I said, we've been here in 15 minutes. We've already forgotten that we're sitting in the parking lot of the semi-defunct Edison Mall. They did such a great job. It was nice and cool in there. I mean, it wasn't super hot outside, but... Has the, Edison Mall really been defunct down? Uh, it's... I, mean, I don't know the like stats, but mall, I think right? if you... No, it's a full-fledged mall, like a Western Mall or an Eastern Mall, but like most malls in America, suffering from Amazon. Um, yeah. The young kids do want to go to the mall. That stuff's bouncing back because they, they hear their their parents' tales of the 80s. And so... But well, you know, watch Stranger Things and some yeah, other but stuff. But my too. my point being, I don't know the exact number, but if I had to guess, I'd say thirty five percent of units are empty in them all. 
A lot you of know, what's, units. What's absolutely crazy is we hear stories about this across the country, but yet here in Las Vegas, they're literally tearing down like the, the, the ships in front of TI and some other things to replace them with malls and, and retail. Yeah, and you look at these places, you go in, it's like, I never see anybody here. And it costs them millions of dollars to make. It's like, how do they do it? They're, 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 you know, they're like, all I got to do is their, their shit's so expensive. All I got to do is sell one thing and they've got their nut for the month. There's a chain of mattress stores down here. Yep. Are they firm mattresses? And, uh, yes. And uh, nation, nationwide, we got them too. There's, and there's no one ever anybody in the fucking stores. And the internet scuttlebutt is their money laundering operations for the fucking cartels. Because there's never anybody in there. You walk by any of these mattress stores that are quite firm, What's you'll see two salesmen funny. and not a single fucking customer in any of them. And they What's have like, funny is, there's like um, one every four miles. Purple Mattress is an online company, right? Yeah. They're made in Utah next door, but I bought them at the firm mattress place. And you were the only person in that whole fucking store. Yeah, I was. But what's interesting about Stranger Things, it's funny how history, oh, the malls are closing down because of Walmart and Amazon and bastard-ass bastards. <laughs> They're killing little America, the malls. But you go and watch Stranger Things, and they remind you, the malls are killing those mom-and-pop stores, those bastard-ass malls. It's just... a cyclical thing that's yeah. as old as time. But anyhow, real New quick, thing replaces I... the old thing. The old thing becomes obsolete. Fantastic. The Garden Brothers circus if they come to your town 15 bucks a ticket fucking go it's great they have the human cannonball they got the chicks with the freaking ribbons mm -hmm. like doing the shit with no net 30 feet off the ground um it's very well done they change their show every year this is the 20 th this one has like a time time travel theme the the uh ringmaster comes in this telephone booth and he shakes it and, and all these lights and graphics and then first comes out dinosaurs and cavemen and they do some aerial stuff it's very cool so no uh, animals though, right? Not a single well, there's a poodle show. <laughs> there's about oh, twenty wow. poodles doing tricks, but it was cute and funny. No um, cats. First time I've ever with the exception of a Broadway off Broadway play, first time I've ever been to an event with a twenty minute intermission. That was cool. So it started at four, went to about five thirty, had a twenty minute intermission, came back, did the second half of the show, spent more money on food than I did to take us to get in the joint. Um, general admission. With the exception of VIP, so, I mean, we were, like, fifth row from the floor because we got there early. It was funny. It was, like, 359 to sit behind me and her husband. There's no places to sit. Bitch, you show up at 359 for a 4 o'clock show. You're upset you can't find a place to sit. Perhaps you should have showed up an hour early like we did. But anyhow, great show, good time. Like I said, you didn't know you were in the circus. I mean, the mall parking lot, they had four fucking small mini bikes and one of those fucking orbs you guys can go on my tiktok page and I, I have five videos i just briefly recorded like five to ten seconds of each <laughs> act so you can actually see them really well done um enjoyed it thoroughly and i was joking that i need to go to a circus before circuses are completely gone but this style i'm wondering if those two people protesting were for the poodles i just think they saw circus yeah, exactly. Oh, they're going to be elephants and tigers. It's, We're going to no, 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 that's exactly it. I think they are thinking it's like a decade ago. So there's a bunch of campers and a bunch of uh, toy haulers. And I got to thinking, there's a lot of fucking people in the show. I bet the yes, people in the camper and the toy haulers are the roadies. I bet the talent fly in for these acts because I can't imagine these cats tropping from town to town. 
there was a nice Porsche and a fucking Lambo sitting out by out back. So somebody in there is making some money on this operation. Yeah, but now let's think about it. If it's fifteen bucks a person, was it filled up? I would say there was about fifteen hundred people and six porta johns. That was my only complaint. <laughs> six porta johns for about fifteen hundred people. It was it was well, probably because the rest of them were in the fucking canals. And we showed up for the four o'clock show. They probably had two shows prior to that. And when we left, there was people lined up for the seven o'clock show and they had already played and this was Sunday and they already done the weekend before and four days. So the, no, these cats are they're making some money. Not to mention once again, yeah, fifteen dollars a ticket, but we spent $60 on tickets. I probably spent $70 on food. Imagine being around that thing when a hurricane rolls in. Well, it's funny because you're leaving and just these huge spikes driven right into the concrete of the parking lot. It's like, yep. You serious? I was like, it's the right most, through the blacktop? I was like, it's the most money us and Moss probably made here in a while. That they don't yeah. give a shit that there's four inch stakes, three feet long, nailed directly into the concrete. Yeah, just kaboosh. <laughs> right through the blacktop, huh? I'm sure they made enough money off a of one-day rent on that parking lot to, re- to, patch, to resurface patch the holes that. And move on. To resurface that, you know, two thousand square feet or whatever it was. But no, it was, it was a cool show. It, it it was funny. A lot of cool stuff. Um, yep, a lot of um, most of it's acrobatical stuff. So yeah, it's pretty cool. If you, you know, they had the the wheel that spun around. The guys on the top doing the backflips forty feet that off the ground. That is every that. Cirque du Soleil show. And it's funny, I've seen a couple of Cirque shows out here, and I'm like, you know, these are all cool, they're all slightly different, but they're all the same. Well, there's only so many tricks. And, yeah, and I told Carrie... To pay for. Well, I told Carrie halfway through, I said, I wonder if this is kind of like a an unofficial farm team. Like, these guys are working their way up to a Circus LA style show, because these guys are good, and they were, they were putting themselves out there. I mean, one, one dude was probably 50 feet off the concrete floor no no net no safety gear doing backflips on this thing as it's spinning around and all that shit and well, it's interesting that my neighbor who's from bulgaria, bulgaria he's probably close to our age and he obviously when everything shut down he was uh not doing anything and and he had told me he worked for cirque and i i was assuming that he may have been you know a hand or whatever because he also does cabinets uh no he goes oh i'm an acrobat I'm like, how about the, how, how I didn't see him train once when he was, you know, he's always here. And he goes, no, it's fine. And then the show started, he came back with a fucking blown out shoulder. And I think he's done. Those with a keen eye, you could tell some of these cats were in multiple different of the acrobats and some were definitely family. So, but yeah, check out the uh, Garden Brothers circus that they rolled through your town. And now for the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. Shit's getting weird. Part infinity. Hey, Gil, uh, mind if I hop in? Yeah, what's up, man? Hop in. Thanks. Hey, did you hear the news? Oh, God. What happened now? Apparently, Aretha Franklin's song, uh, Natural Woman, harms trans women, and they're trying to get it taken off of Spotify and all streaming platforms. Who's saying this? They are. Or them? I'm not sure. Uh, It's some activist group in Norway. You ever heard the saying, like, um, taken to the abyss? Yeah. Why? I feel like we're at the abyss. This is the abyss. I think we're there. This feels about (laughs) abyss-ish. Huh. This does feel abyss-ish. What's funny about this is it doesn't really make any sense. Why do you say that? Well, Aretha Franklin identifies as a woman. What she believes to be a woman. 
So why take away her experience of what she believes to be a woman just because you want your experience of what you believe to be a woman? I just think they're looking a little too deep into it. You can interpret the song however you want to interpret the song. If you want to interpret the song to be like, natural woman is you, then you can do that. If she wants to do that, she can do that. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Kinda. I don't know. I don't got all the answers. Maybe somebody in the comments can clarify what I'm trying to say here. But to be honest, it also kind of feels manufactured. It does, because this seems kind of weird to get mad about. Anyways, as I made a video talking to myself again. Yeah, you should probably start collabing because this is getting weird. I mean, I guess that's why I keep saying... And this has been the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. I think yeah, we've heard Don run around singing "I'm Natural Woman" before, mm-hmm. and "Raining Men." I cover both grounds. <laughs> I think the most manufactured equivalent to that was about what five years ago when uh, "Baby It's Cold Outside" was being taken down. I don't even think it was that long ago. I think it was last year. So let me get this right: you guys put your own interpretation on a song from the '40s, a Christmas song. Oh yeah, but you like, happily still play. don't you understand? It's it's misogynistic, and we've got to hold those in the past to the standards we have today. Then why do they still play Michael Jackson's Pretty Young Thing on the fucking radio? Because Michael Jackson's a special case, and he can dance, <laughs> and he can dance. You can dance if you want to. If Michael Jackson was still alive today, would he identify as a male or something else? I don't know. I almost think he was identifying as an alien before he left this planet anyway. He did it again. Cause trouble. No, I did not. Hurt you said a something else. Yet he didn't want to do it. That's where an alien yes, people. people. No, you said or a something else. Yeah, something else is an alien. Ill. That's what I meant. Find out how you can Look help. at him. Write better mental health, box 3000. That's New undocumented York, worker. Thank you. I wasn't talking. I'm talking about the little gray men are coming this way. It's like chicken, they say. Tom McDonald, welcome to the show. If you are easily offended, then you probably should go. Welcome to what I like to call Don's selling shit online photo tech tip. So we've been watching a lot of. Nailed it. On uh, Netflix. That's a funny fucking show. I, I can only take like two in a row, though. No, we... Well, second one, I, I tend to doze off, but we average about three episodes a night. We've burned through just about all the seasons, and we're back in the early season. I weighed about 30 pounds more than he did on the last couple of seasons. And back before they had the KitchenAid mixers and when they had the off-brand stand-up mixer. How, have you seen a couple of episodes? Like, most of the episodes, the first round prize winner gets a fucking $500 stand-up mixer. And then there's every once in a while there's an episode where the first round prize winner gets like a lifetime of white chocolate. I would be pissed if I didn't get that fucking $600 stand-up mixer. And so there's been some interest in the possibility of a stand-up mixer in our house. We talking about the uh, KM ones? The uh, Kitchen Mate or whatever they're called. The high-end ones. The the ones that look retro, multicolor. Yeah, the ones that has looked the same since the 50s. And so I do what we always do when we can't afford things, like when I bought my kayak or my aforementioned doggy door, I went to Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> and I posted this picture on Facebook. You guys can see it. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of this super white, scrubby, nasty-looking KitchenAid mixer. And behind it is all Making this it. funk. But there's a can. You can just read the edge of it. It's sure shot, flea. And bed bug remover. It's the secret ingredients. Man. It's like if you're trying to get $200 off of your beat up 
KitchenAid stand-up mixer that has a lot of funk on it, A, polish the fucking thing up. So if you're going to sell something online, especially if it's food-related, a food prep product, clean the fucking thing up. Even if it's the first time it's ever been cleaned, put a little elbow grease in it, maybe get a little Dawn, some whatever. I have a feeling if you went to that house and the door opened, you'd get hit by the smell of cat piss, but it probably wasn't cat piss, cigarettes, and Raid. who knows what else. But why? I often think about this. I'm a Sue! When Carrie and I first started posting on TikTok, especially during the pandemic, we had Bailey. There's a reason why there's only one video of a Bailey playing the ball in my backyard. And that's because my weed eater broke. And even though I mow my grass, my weeds aren't super high, but they're to me embarrassingly enough that I know that if I saw someone else's video with those weeds, I would make fun of them. So I'm very cautious, and Carrie's very cautious about what sort of video we have with what sort of condition the background of our home is in because we don't want people to think we're fucking slobs. And I've seen so many Meanwhile, videos. China's got all your passwords. I've seen so many videos where people shoot in their house. And A, the first question is, how the fuck do you live like that? And B, how do you let other people know you live like that? Just I see some gross-ass hey, living conditions. Be careful. Those people identify as well-kept Hi, individuals. Hi, Bailey. Where's Jasper at? Hi, honey bear. You're, you're going to offend those people who identify as keeping a clean home one of the I first videos i commented on and i pissed the poster off when i first got on tiktok she had a video where they had a cat box in her living room oh you were that guy huh why would you keep a dirty ass cat litter box in your living room most people keep it in a utility room a spare bathroom you never use because cat boxes aren't exactly the best smelling things in the world. I'm trying to see if Jasper comes in so I can show you too. Bailey's in here. But yeah, Is your so, door open? Yeah, Bailey just walked in. She usually lays in here. Um, I think he may, he may be snuggling with Carrie. But yeah, so that's my tip. I, it reminds me of the old, God, I'm going to show my age about 15 years ago, the old picture rolling around from eBay where some, some limey was selling his tea pitcher. And in the reflection of the tea pitcher, you can see him. It's fish eyed, so it's not super clear, but you could tell that he was standing there balls ass naked with his bush. Because he's taking a picture of his tea kettle that he was selling on eBay. And he took the picture naked. You can see his reflection in it. It reminds me of that. So just take a second and just, you know, think before you post. I understand you're excited. You want to get rid of this fucking thing that's been sitting around your kitchen collecting dust. You want to get rid of it. You gotta buy some beer. Pick it up. Move it to slide it a little bit to the left, slide to the right. Yeah, I saw that picture. I'm like, who would even want to buy it? Yeah, especially even with the even if the <laughs> even if the uh, bed bug and flea spray, which is amazing to me that you kill bed bugs with the same spray that kills fleas. Who knew? <laughs> All in one. That's just marketing. Hey, they're just guessing. So. But yeah, so you just move it out of the way. Don't know Jasper. Yeah, so that's my hot tip of the day. If you guys are uh, wanting to sell stuff online, is uh. Yeah, is to do that. Real quick, we want to hear from you guys. The we, same too, huh? We haven't done this in a while. We want to hear from you guys. Send us an email to info at d-410.com. Got any complaints, comments, suggestions? You want to get us canceled? We want to hear from you. Send us an email to mail call. <laughs> not mail call. Wrong show, Don. Uh, info at d-410.com. And while you're at it, head on over to d-410.com or the what's in your head.com and check out um, our photos, links. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and sign up for Patreon. That'll go a long way. It's a dollar a month. Um, we send out free stickers and um, all kinds of different things. So head over there and uh, like us and uh, 
help support the show. We greatly appreciate it. We're at the beginning of year number five doing this. This is technically my 411th podcast. It should be 412, but we had to move what's in the scuttlebutt from last night to tomorrow. And uh, before we get on to the news, I got one more topic. And this is a uh, cautionary tale for those of you. Perhaps you live in an area where your house got hit by a hurricane and your car got hit and now your bills Miss are more expensive suckers. because, well, your insurance is going through the roof here, your insurance is going through the roof there, the cost of eggs is going through the roof, inflation, inflation, inflation. And you're like, boy, I want to cut back some of my bills. I know. Maybe I'll trade in my car. Making more than ever, but yet I feel just as poor. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, if I was making this much money three years ago, I'd be living high on a hog, but inflation. And then you realize, you know what, I don't want to trade in my car. I only got three years left. I like my car, and the new version of my car has a smaller engine, and, you know, I like the Tacomas, but, more but power. I don't know if I could fit two 12-foot-long kayaks in the bed, but anyhow, so you decide to keep your car. But interestingly enough, you get a a colored, two-sided piece of paper in the mail and said, hey, you're currently paying X for your car, which they had it down to the fucking nickel. We can give you a loan for Y. Save you $88 a month. We're like, hmm, that would be great. How many more years has that stretched that loan out? That would be great. Take out a new loan on the current price, lower the price down on my monthly payment. Hold on, hold on. Can I, can I? Yeah, it's going to extend it out, but you know. Well, my my, my other thing is, is I'm skeptical because interest rates now higher. So, you know, you, your credit's not that great. What do you got to lose? So you, you reach out to the company and see what they have to offer. And lo and behold, you get approved. Here's the numbers. Interest rate is actually one point lower. Cool. I'm not losing anything there. I do have to extend my loan. Wow. They're going to save me $88 a month. Right on. What's the right extra on. fee they tacked on there? Right on. 80, what's this? There's a second group. Add gap insurance for X amount. Well, I'm pretty sure I have gap insurance in my current loan, but... Without gap insurance, I'm saving $88 a month, but with gap insurance, I'm actually paying $20 more than I'm paying now. But maybe when I refinance my truck, I lost my gap coverage and I wasn't aware. So I called up my current lender, and yes, I do, in fact, have gap coverage. Now, for those of you who, maybe your parents bought your cars, maybe for the longest time you bought from Buy Here, Pay Here Lots, there's no shame, we did that. You're not quite sure what gap coverage is. Gap coverage, basically what it does, as the name implies, you get an accident, perhaps it's your fault, perhaps it's not your fault. The insurance company says your car is worth X, your loan is worth Y, and your loan that you own payments on is more than the value of the car. If you don't have gap coverage, you're responsible for paying the fucking extra money to your lien holder that the insurance didn't cover. If you have gap coverage, it's Or handled. repairs or anything else. And so here's this company, which their loans are backed by GM Financial, so it's not like some flybiting operation. Their whole shtick was, we're going to give you, they make you believe an equal value loan for less money, but it was an equal value loan because A, it didn't have gap coverage, and once you put the gap coverage in, it actually cost $20 more a month than the loan that Cardi had. So why would you make the fucking change? So just saying. That's you, what they call a hook. When you see that lower rate, like, ooh, I can save $80 a month, but then they say add gap coverage, you may want to 
to call your current lender and find out if you currently have got. If you don't, then what do you got to fucking lose? The interest rate's the same. Now you're saving 80 bucks a month, but at $80 a month is not worth the risk of that gap coverage not being in there. <clears throat> just like there's another lovely ad rolling around on YouTube. <laughs> I just saw it when we were doing show prep. Brand new F-150 Raptor. She's showing her. I was paying 140 Florida. They actually say Florida drivers. I was paying $140, but I moved over to Jim Bob's insurance policy, and now I'm only paying $48. Yeah, when a hurricane comes through town, guess who ain't going to be paying to paint that shit with your $48 motherfucking well, insurance Number plan? one, if she's only paying $140 on a $100,000 Raptor, yeah, that's fucking cheap she's probably not talking with. about the car she's driving. She's probably talking about the beater sitting in the driveway mm-hmm. that barely runs. And the Dodge Omni from fucking 1989. Yeah, with no rear window. Yeah. Um, but the fumes mm-hmm. come in, and you got to stop somewhere shy of a... Uh, somewhere in Hamilton County and buy a trash bag and some electrical tape so you don't get carbon monoxide poison somewhere before Cincinnati. But that's just a tale Some idiots heard. kids decided to shoot out windows in the neighborhood. Yeah. Because you don't realize, or these kids don't realize, that when a vehicle travels and the air flows, it curls down and comes back in. And it comes underneath and goes Drag. back in. And so your exhaust goes into your cabin and about an hour into it, you're like, wow, I got a headache. Yeah, you're almost I dead. I feel like I'm in an old Volkswagen right now. You're almost dead. So, yeah, Carlo. It's Carlo. It's Carlo. Yeah, you knew it was a chance. You just didn't know until you knew. You didn't know until you knew. Ain't that the words live by? You knew there was something there, but you pushed it anyway. Mm-hmm. Words to live by. All you young cats out there, all y'all silent quitting, all y'all saying, hey, I don't need to come to the office. We proved that during the pandemic. I can work from home. Wait a second. I'm out of money. Government needs to give me some more money. Why do I need to come to the office so I can do this job at home? Yes, you can. Because you're not as productive at home. I don't give a a fuck who you are. Where do you live? I live in California. I live in New York City. How much you pay per month for rent? $5,000 for a studio apartment. How much you making there? $189,000 a year. You ever consider that the $189,000 a year you make is because you work in a city where it pays $5,000 a month for a studio apartment? Yeah, it's called cost of living. It's such a beautiful thing. My mortgage is lower than a one-bedroom apartment right now. It's called cost of living. It's comparative to the geographical location from which you work. Yeah, well, guess what, Steve? Well, and that's still not necessarily one for one either. Well, guess what, Steve? Yes. You don't want to come in the office? Yeah. Well, are you the best of your industry? Yeah, I think so. Well, maybe you're not, Steve. Maybe you're the best of the best. <laughs> he thinks so. He thinks it's based on all those participation trophies he got as a kid. Steve, maybe you're the best of the batch. Best of the batch? What's that? Meaning you were the best of the batch of applicants that applied on the day you applied for your job. And maybe your boss isn't extremely happy with you, but you get enough work done to get by. But now you don't want to come to work. So your boss has been looking around. He found out there's a wife of a farmer in Kentucky who inherited a farm. And so to make the husband happy, she left her job, moved to Kentucky, where cost of living is a lot less. And their mortgage on their farm is only $2,000 a month, but she's getting a little bored. And she decided to get back from work. And guess what? She would be happy to make $60,000 doing your same job. And that would be a damn good living, making that extra income on the farm. And she has a lot more experience 
in a better degree. So who's she's the best of a better batch? She's the best of the better batch. Or maybe there's a nice lady in the Philippines who's even better than Cook in Kentucky. And with their cost of living and the exchange rate, she would live life king off of sixty grand a year instead of your hundred and seventy two thousand. And guess what, Steve? You help the boss realize that he doesn't need to pay all the overhead for that expensive building and the expensive property tax and your high cost of living. And now you're out of a job because a chick in the Philippines just got your job. So keep it up, young cats. Keep convincing your bosses that there's no reason for you to come to work and they'll find Actually, us. you know what? Keep it up, young cats, because it makes us old people more valuable. Yeah, because I was able to do a <laughs> career change at the age of 44 <laughs> because the young cats and Suck I... balls. <laughs> I've heard my boss talking to other fucking business owners and they're all saying the same thing. No one wants to fucking work. And or the people who do work Everybody suck. we find is grossly unqualified mm-hmm. is the other one. And that's a tip for you old cats. Maybe you think, oh, I'm 42, I'm 38, I can't do a career change. You're a premium. They want you people with work ethic. Maybe you're 42, 46. 48. 48, 52. They don't look at you as old man or old lady. They look at you as this is a cat from one of the last generations with a hard work ethic. Plus a lot of um, a lot of headhunters out there. The way companies look at it is they can get two years out of their head. Mm-hmm. Instead of ten years, instead of twenty years. Now imagine, I'm not a jumper. I'm I'm closing in on ten. Imagine so. if you're a person that has a skill set, hard worker. And isn't going to soak up a bunch of time, energy, and effort with fucking human resource fucking meetings because you didn't like the way Steve posted that picture next to the copy machine or in the bathroom. I think I like working for a family-owned company. We don't have an HR department. Yeah, me neither. But what's interesting, and this is a a psychological problem I have, I still don't think I'm as good as I am. That's a good thing. Not necessarily because if you don't, sometimes you got to carry yourself with the self-confidence thing kind of, I question myself too much, but I've got everything there, you know? So it's, it's something I'm working on, on currently. Um, the cover came off. I got to retape it on, but I'm currently reading a wing and a prayer by Harry H. Crosby. He was a navigator for the bloody hundredth part of the eighth air force during world war two flew over 38 missions. And most people got sent home after flying 25 and, Mm-hmm. Early on in the bloody hundreds, they lost a lot of a lot of birds and a lot of men because they had commanding officers who bought in their own bullshit. Oh, too big for their own britches. They made a lot of bad choices because they wanted the glory. And later yeah. on in this book, as he just became a major, he uh, was talking about the new command squadron captain who could fly in this and that. And they're going on a mission. And usually cats in this position put themselves in the lead plane and the lead mm-hmm. group. And he said this guy was a damn good commander, damn good pilot, but he didn't buy into his own bullshit. And he put himself on the lead plane in the middle of the pack because he knew he had two far more superior com- pilots that could perform and- the job better. And, and that's a lot to- good. And that's where I try to strive to be. But unfortunately, I've got a healthy dose of what's called imposter syndrome. Even though I've got this skill set, I still don't think I'm right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I, I feel feel like an imposter. 
It's crazy. And you'll hear a lot of lot a lot of successful entrepreneurs and rich people say the key to their success was they hired people that were smarter than them and got the fuck out of the way. Oh, one of the reasons I left my previous company is the people who were smarter than me were gone. I knew I wasn't there yet. Yep. Who was John? People who had the experience in, in that. So yeah. Gordon, are you ready for it, the news? The news. Yes, the I news. am. Joining us from the uh, formerly at Computers Podcast uh, News Desk in Las Vegas, Nevada, is Gordon. <coughs> I'm feeling better today. <laughs> Washington, coming out of the Washington AP. I need a typewriter in here. And what would be a reversal? And I don't normally tell stories like this. The Biden administration is poised to approve sending M1 Abram tanks to Ukraine. What's your thoughts? Um, much like I try to remind young cats here in the States, especially when it comes to the American flag, who want to burn it and piss on it and all these things, the American flag represents us, the people, not the United States government. You can love America and not like our government and like not like the things our government did. Well, in this case, Ukraine's a sticky wicket because the government and their politicians aren't exactly um, on my side of the aisle the way I think they should treat their people and run things. But I'm also not a big fan of uh, civilians being attacked by another group of assholes. Yeah. And so when you 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 got the scale of two shitty you governments and two shitty com- countries, but one of them's being having their civilians attacked and killed you got to go with the underdog and say let's yeah. support the people in the fight and then fuck the government afterwards but yeah so it's it's maybe a try wicket. to work on them to to become more sane later so because after all let's not um, forget the whole biden hunter biden thing with china oh, and ukraine yeah they a lot of well, I th- and i think on. this stuff and and unfortunately you know i i do lean right i i as we know, I, I definitely don't lean way right. And there's some people right, way right who just sees everything as a conspiracy. But the audience really I'm, wants I'm like to you. Know. I don't think one sovereign nation, especially a bigger, power, more powerful one, should have the right to, to come over and attack uh, on very flimsy reasoning. Now, more um, importantly than what side do you lean is to what side do you trust? Well... <laughs> Uh, right now, I trust the smaller one more than the bigger one because, uh, yeah, it's enough is said about that. I think, uh, and if you ever watch Rob Turkla's, um, no, um, when I, 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 I guess maybe I've confused it. The saying "to what side do you dress" comes from back in the day when people had yes. all their clothes tailored. And that basically means what pant leg does your junk hang down? Do you tuck it right. to the left leg or the right leg? Uh, it's exactly what it, well, it yes. means. Anyway, um, uh, the the internet, the international reluctance to send tanks to the battlefront against Russia is actually beginning to erode. I think uh, Germany's getting close to being on board. Uh, there's a couple of other countries who's going to send some more things, and, and it, it's going to be important because the first year anniversary is upon us here in the next month and i believe they are building up in belarus since um since october uh and i think belarusian is going to come in too but uh decision is basically to send a bit more than 30 tanks and i know that doesn't sound like a lot 
but you do 30 here, you do 14 from this country, you do 15 from this country, you know, all that stuff kind of adds up and we're, we're sharing the wealth. Yeah, I'm um, talking to a podcast that's just asking people for a dollar. Imagine getting yeah. 30 tanks here. <laughs> from different well, groups. it's how government gets taxes, right? It's, it's, it's fractions of a penny and it still adds up. So U.S. officials say details are still being worked out. One official said the tanks would be bought under the upcoming Ukraine Security Assistance Initiative package, which okay, I'm sure we'll just is going call to be a lend lease program anyway. Yeah. And that's one thing I think a lot of people are losing sight of is lend lease. Uh, they think we're just giving the money away. No, we will as long as Ukraine wins. Or I don't know how that works if, say, Russia won, if they would owe us that money. But uh, as long as Ukraine wins, we will get the money back. Now, people did not realize this. I believe it was the year 2020 that Britain finally finished paying us for World War II. Well, we have also learned from watching the AK guy and other YouTube videos that the Lynn Lees can also come to bite you in the ass 80 years <laughs> later when your guns are showing up in a new conflict. And we're talking about 80-year-old guns are, are being used in the Thompsons. Yes, but not only the 80-year-old guns, but these guns would retail at any gun show for about three grand to 20 grand, depending on the serial number. So well, these... the amazing thing is, is how old these things are and they're still worth a shit. M1928. M M1 Thompson M1A1s fucking Browning 30 oh, cal. Oh, it's about as led down range at a rapid clip. It, it was like that show I complained about that had Opie from Sons Anarchy where they they were the hill folk in Kentucky and they were going to go down there and start a riot and they're all getting their guns together and Opie comes in and says I got one of these from the old days and they said oh you dipshit I bet you don't even have ammo what it takes 45 ACP. And you guys are talking about your $350 fucking AR-15s. You're trying to get more. And he's got a fucking uh, Thompson, an M1928 Thompson machine gun that you could take down to any place and sell for twenty grand and get you about, all oh, I don't know, 10, 15 AR-15s. But Hollywood don't have good people right. on So as stuff. the official said, the tanks would be bought under the upcoming Ukraine Security Assistance Program packages, which provides longer-range funding for weapons and equipment to be purchased from commercial vendors. Mm -hmm. Basically, instead of out of our stockpile, and this is just, I haven't looked into it, my assumption is instead of out of our stockpiles, it goes straight from the manufacturer. Now, the what if they wanted to buy $33 million worth of high-point carbines? Oh my God. <laughs> or just the nines. Um, all the ones with the dollar bills on them. Um the U.S. announcement is expected to coordinate with the announcement by Germany that will approve, will also approve Poland's request to transfer German-made Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine. Just imagine, though, being Ukrainian soldiers. I mean, we've got them over here learning the Patriot missiles. They're going to have to learn all these various different weapon systems, you know. And different languages. Um, yeah, you know, and the U.S. announcement is expected, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Official spoke on condition on, on, on anonymity because decisions have not been made public. But one of the things I, I caught me here is they said this could still take up to a year <laughs> to transfer the weapons. Mm -hmm. Well, know? tanks aren't exactly light. You can't have Amazon overnight. <laughs> no, and, and well, we deploy pretty quick. Well, we got the best logistics in, for military in the world, hands down. So I'm sure there could be a... Um, can I jump on the news story? Because you're, you're, this is a good segue. Mm -hmm. So we know that L.A. has pushed out some new gun laws. Oh, God. We know the fine people over at YouTube. If you can I, have on, a... Hold on. Can we talk about the last mass shootings out of L.A.? Well, we can get to that. Let me get to this. It's a little more lighthearted. I just want to say I'm so glad it's not white guys doing it. Well, and the fact that it was a handgun and not an AR-15. I'm sure the news was uh, sad about last, that. This last one was a rifle, but yeah. Um. 
So YouTube, they won't let you show you inserting a 30-round magazine into a gun, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Demo Ranch has got to figure their shit out quick. Well, AK guy just put a smiley face over the gun when they inserted the magazine. Um, I'm not familiar with the Grammy Award-winning hip-hop music producer Max Adam Lord. Okay. But because of the new, and of course, the, the news has shown all this footage of all these guns and shit. Studio City, Los Angeles, Grammy Award-winning hip-hop music producer Max Adam Lord was charged Friday with possession of an assault rifle with a silencer. Yes. Wait, what's an assault rifle? Well, this is Hollywood, so it could be anything. It could be a fucking shotgun with a fucking six-round fucking... Is it all with, as long as it's got Picantini rails and a... Lord, 30, is set to be arraigned next Wednesday in the Van Nuys courtroom on eight felony counts of possession of assault weapon and four felony counts for possession of a silencer. Not eight accounts for a possession of eight rifles. and No, eight counts for a single legally owned, according to the United States government, AR-15. This ain't a fully automatic fucking rifle that he didn't have a class three firearms rifle. Well, it is state rights. According to Los Angeles County Correct District's Attorney, the criminal complaint alleges that Lord was found in possession of a semi-automatic rifle, AR-style altered semi-automatic pistols, and firearms. Oh, yeah, you can't silencers. have the braces anymore. <laughs> but you know what's funny? I saw a video of. If you take the brace off of the pistol, the recoil spring is the same length. <laughs> As it is with the yeah the buffer brace tube. on, so it's the same length as the devices with the buffer tube. But anyhow, I digress. Uh, the criminal complaint alleges that Lord was found in possession of a semi of semi-automatic rifles, AR-style altered semi-automatic pistols, and firearms silencers during a January. Did they have 4th the California blade on them. Search of his Studio City home. Lord was arrested on January 4th by Los Angeles police and released later that day on Bond jail record show. Quote, it doesn't matter if you're an influential member of the entertainment community or someone who has never been in the spotlight. My office will uphold accountable anyone who illegally possesses these unlawful devices of deadly weapons. District Attorney George Douchebag said in a statement announcing the charges. The proliferation... They called it a silencer too and not a suppressor. suppressor. The proliferation of firearms have skyrocketed since the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, and how many of those people were surprised that gun laws actually worked and they couldn't just walk in a store and walk out of the pistol? We must do everything Nobody's we can. Nobody's going to save you but you. We must do everything we can do to get these guns off the streets and, in the and out of the hands of those who don't lawfully possess them. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. This just in. Say hi. My name is Jasper. And I'm cute. This is Jasper. He looks like 100% uh, Boston to me. Well, look at this part. No black body. That's okay. Okay, Um, let's see here. Anyone who unlawful devices of deadly weapons district attorney, we already said that. The proliferation of firearms, we already said that. Another music producer. Now, keep in mind... Nowhere in his story did they say he was in possession of these uh, assault rifles and silencers along with like 20 pounds of cocaine or meth or fucking anything. It's just he had guns. He's a fucking firearm enthusiast. 
he has money and he has access. And I'm sure he probably bought these before their new laws were put in place. Another music producer, Devontae Kimball, also 30, has been charged in a related case with two felony counts, each of false imprisonment, possession of a firearm with prior fel felonies, conviction of re resisting arrest. Now, see, this one I can get behind. Guy already had felonies. Now he's a felon with a firearm, resisting arrest. So go ahead and arrest this guy. But the other guy, they didn't say he resisted arrest. He wasn't a felon. He's just a guy who had some guns. Kimball has pled not guilty, and is set to appear Monday in the at Monday at the airport branch courthouse in Los Angeles. Los Angeles police arrested Kimball on January fourth, and has remained behind bars since then because he can't afford the bond. So mm. yep, they're already getting their their two cents worth. Where are you That's going? That's nothing new in L.A. Where are you going? Well, since the world's getting turned upside down continually since 2020. The doomsday clock has moved to 90 seconds to midnight as nuclear threats rises. Atomic scientists have set the doomsday clock closer to midnight than ever before on Tuesday. Sure, just walk Saying threats of nuclear war, disease, and climate, climate volatility has been exacerbated. Uh, Jasper, what are you doing? Now, Bailey isn't this rude. He does have a bad habit of just walking wherever the hell he wants. He gets on my end tables and everywhere else. Okay. Anyway, exacerbated by the um, uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Exacerbated. A greater writ. Yes, I can't talk right now. Exacerbated. The Doomsday Clock, which was created by the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists to illustrate how close humanity has come to the end of the world, moved its time in 2023 to 90 seconds till midnight, which is 10 seconds closer than it has been for the past three years. Midnight on this clock marks the theoretical point of annihilation. The clock's hands are moving closer to or further away from midnight based on scientists' readings of existential threats at a particular time. The new time reflects the world in which Russia's invasion of Ukraine has revived fears of nuclear war. Russia's thinly veiled threats to use nuclear weapons, I don't even think they're thinly veiled anymore, remain, remind the world that Escalation of the conflict by accident, intention, or miscalculation is a terrible risk. The possibility that conflict could spin out of anyone's control still remains high, according to Rachel Bronson, the Bulletin's president and CEO, as they told the news conference in Washington. On how Tuesday. many different versions, how many dates, different dates have we had from the Doomsday Clock? I mean, we've heard all these stories of these evangelicals, you know, scamming people well, out of money. Well, this is the doomsday clock. It's not evangelicals don't count. Is that put out by Timex or Seiko? No, I just said it was the nuclear. Or phrase that. I mean, it is the the bulletin is is of the uh, atomic scientist uh, created by the bulletin of atomic scientists. So basically, nuclear physicists uh, create this thing. Um, they are pretty smart people. Although nuclear physicists I talked to when I walked um, uh, the nuclear test site said, solution to pollution is dilution. And he's not wrong. Well, I actually heard... You dilute it enough, it kind of goes away. Well, I one of the things we haven't heard discussed, and unless you listen to Joe Rogan, I won't get into it, but we're listening to a guy who's talking about the problem with nuclear energy is... Part of the process to... Is the word nuclear is in it? Well, other than that, but part of the process to taking the byproduct and storing it is mm -hmm. you basically have to process 
and then you have weapons grade plutonium. Which I asked one of these these gentlemen who was actually one of the main people behind Yucca Mountain. That's the name of the place. And he said the problem with refining and reusing is it actually pushes it closer to 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 weapons. Grade. Yeah, it's weapon, and we're and they're not worried about weapons grade plutonium seeping in the soil. They're worried about other countries having access to weapons grade plutonium, thus being able to make which is weapons. good. Why? I don't know if you saw the news, nuclear fusion, we use fission. Fission's bad. Fusion has no byproduct and can't run out of control. Uh, for the first time ever, created more power than it took to turn it on. Nice. So that basically is, uh, it'll create helium too, which would be good. Um, something a little interesting. Results released in a girl's request for DNA evidence of Santa Claus. Coming out of Cumberland, Rhode Island, the Rhode Island Department of Health says that it will not be able or was not able to definitively confirm or refute the presence of Santa in a young girl's home as she requested to have a partially eaten cookie and a couple of gnawed off carrot sticks tested for DNA to see if Santa Claus was real. She's smart. She's watching a lot of CSI or something. What was, that, tweeted what was that old story when we were a kid? Yes. What was that? Yes. This is the new version of Yes, Virginia Santa Claus is real. This is the new Yes. 20- the department tweeted on Monday that we all agree that something magical may be at play. The department said it found no complete mat, uh, complete matches to anyone in the combined DNA index system, but said there's a partial match to a 1947 case centered around 34th Street, New York City, referring to the miracle on 34th Street. It said that it would uh, need more DNA samples from other known Santa encounters to make a definitive match. The good news is the lab uh, did find the presence of DNA closely matching Rangfir Tarnodius, known as a reindeer, uh, when testing the carrots, according to the department. That's Rudolph, if I remember. Bad news is Santa's now on the hook for paying child support for all the elves. Right. The girl, a Cumberland resident, sent in the cookie and carrot sticks to the town police department to ask if they could be tested for DNA. You know, the fact of the matter that they played along with this says a lot about that department. Well, let's be honest. Oh, whatever, kid. Go away. Remember back when we were growing up, take your candy to the hospital, have it x-rayed for razor blades? Mm -hmm. You know how much x-rays cost back then? They weren't done Mm -hmm. on computers. It was filmed. Those motherfuckers took your candy back there, walked around in circles for four and a half minutes, brought it back out, and said, "You're good to go, kid." They, they have one. They have one sample picture of the. Of the yeah, candy. they're not going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars X-ray and kids and taking up all the X-ray titian's time. I don't know what to feel about this next story. Part of me says yay, but that's huzzah? the old side of me. When's the last time you've given a good huzzah? This could be a huzzah, but it's also big government, so I'm kind of mm. I'm kind of torn. But I may be able to buy into it. New York. New York. And yeah, the fact is coming out of New York. After a relative quiet of the pandemic, New York City has become roaring back. Just listen. Jackhammers, honking cars, trucks, rumbling, sh- subway trains, sirens, and shootings. Shouting. Sorry, not shootings. Well, I'm sure bad. they have shootings too. <laughs> Not like the uh, 70s and 80s. Well, Over the years, there's been enormous effects to quiet the cacophony. One of the latest, traffic cameras, and this is, this is I'm finding interesting, traffic cameras equipped with sound meters capable of identifying souped-up cars and motorcycles emitting an illegal amount of street noise. Well, number one, when I was younger, I probably didn't give a shit. 
now that I'm closing in on 50 and I live right on what's turned into a major street, um, I'm actually getting a little annoyed. I'm like, how I don't ever remember this amount of people having loud exhaust systems or muffler deletes. Well, uh, what drives ever. me crazy are the European tuners. And I got a six lane thoroughfare about three blocks away that sound like they're backfiring. I can. Oh yeah. It's rain. Pop, 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 pop. Both my dogs started barking last night because they thought there was a fucking shootout because this pop, 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 pop. And it seems like cops aren't doing anything about it. And we do have a noise ordinance, you know, and, 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 and I remember back in the day, mom would get pulled over even with a cherry bomb on her car, you know, cause that's all she could afford at the time to replace the muffler. But at least 71 drivers have gotten tickets so far for violating. No, no, and when I walk the dogs in the morning and you get some asshole and they all got to throw fucking revs in it at the light. I don't get it. It's at least 71 drivers have gotten tickets so far for violating the noise the, rules. Uh, they've adjusted the chip so bad that the thing won't fucking idle without stalling. So they got to rev well, it to keep it running. There's a Hyundai out there right now. You can put it in track mode and it's super loud. Um, and actually, I saw a post about this and, and the guy was bitching that he got a ticket. Uh, and, and one person, because the cop says you can't have it in track mode. This is not a track. And they're like, well, the cops are going too far with it. Mm, are they? I mean, it's called track mode, not be noisy on the street mode, you know, because uh, it also remaps the transmission and, and input output, and, you know, and these kids it's drive the, it probably can't. It's the, but it's a Hyundai. So, it's you know, the internal you combustion that. engine equivalent of ludicrous speed on a Tesla. Yeah, but it's a Hyundai. Uh, so far, at least 71 drivers, as I said, had gotten tickets for violating a noise rule in a year-long pilot program. The city's Department of Environmental Protection now has plans to expand uh, the roadside sound meters. Vehicly with Vehicles with illegally modified mufflers and tailpipes, or none at all, that emit extremely loud noises have been a growing problem in recent years. I would actually agree with this. Um, it says that it's helped to reduce the obnoxious noise. Uh, one of the things they're saying is it does affect people's sleep uh, and, and everything else. Um, and I'm kind of with it. I, I don't like it, but if people could just behave, the, I, you know, it's like, almost like guns. If people could fucking behave themselves, it wouldn't be a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, what else do we got here? I think I got one more here. Nope. That's, oh, nope, like nope. That's all four stories. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the What's in Your Head podcast. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. And as we said before, please head over to whatsinyourhead.com or d-fordin.com for all the information you need. On the behalf of Gordon and myself and Mike, who probably may be back next week, we will talk to you all soon. This has been a Digital 410 production. <laughs>